Hey, it's Sam, and you're listening to Catch All, the podcast, a show for creating a life well-lived. We explore topics ranging from relationships and business to mental health and pop culture and everything in between with friends, experts, and people who generally have their shit together. Let's get into it. It's Sam, and you're listening to Catch All the Podcast. This is episode number six. I am so excited for this episode. I am having a, a real-life girl talk conversation with my best friend of, uh, well, over 20 years now. Her name is Tamara, and we met when we were just eight years old and have been friends ever since. She was in my wedding party. She has been a constant source of inspiration. She is always the sounding board for all of my wild ideas. So it felt natural to have her as a guest on the podcast, um, you know, just really to get down to business and, and friendship and, and what makes it last. So thanks for joining us and uh, let's get into it. Okay, so we're back and I have a very special guest. This is my friend of, well, 20 years, my my best childhood friend, and we've been friends for so long. Um, so everyone, welcome to Mara. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you joined me as my first official guest as somebody who's not married to me and doesn't have to do this. <laughs> right, not the guinea pig. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm delighted to be considered someone who generally has their shit together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I don't know how well I'll be able to stick to that as this progresses, but... <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's just a guideline anyway. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's all also relative. <laughs> Absolutely. And depends who you ask. For sure. For sure. So let's get started. And why don't you tell everybody um, who's listening, which by the way, is just just about like six members of my family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell uh, people who may not know you uh, a little bit about yourself, what you do for work and for fun and, and you know, kind of what makes you tick? Yeah, okay. So I'm Tamara. I was in Samantha's wedding party, so I'm sure you've seen me in some of the photos. <laughs> um, I am a writer, I guess, by nature. So I actually work um, in the marketing department for a professional services and financial advisory firm. So kind of a niche um, in-house role, but I've been doing, so my background is actually in advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, so I used to write for all types of clients, all different industries, different tones, different, um, mediums, but the, you know, the short tagline type of stuff is really my area of expertise, which isn't really what I'm focusing so much on now. I'm doing more mm -hmm. long form, but, right. um, communications in some form or another. Cool. Um, for fun, well, now that we're on lockdown, that's a little different, a little yeah, bit right. of a different story, but, um, <laughs> I'm going to start running outside once it's not crazy weather. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I hit the gym here and there. I like to read a lot. I'm a huge word nerd, as my career will reflect. True, true. <laughs> um, I was really oh, like a huge art nerd too growing up. So okay. there was a time when I would draw and paint. I haven't in ages, but you know what? Being locked down, now that might be the opportunity to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no um, I'm also a huge social butterfly. So love to go out and hang out with new people and meet new ones and catch up with old ones, which again, I can't really do right now, or at least um, not in the same way. So we've been doing a lot of happy hour work drinks over over Skype video and as I'm sure many people have been right now yeah um, just you know video chatting with a lot of people I actually video chat with my parents all the time anyway because they live in Panama for most of the year right so this isn't really a huge change in my life but um yeah what makes me tick is (laughs) (laughs) just stupid people and when they say stupid things and do stupid things among other other things you know yeah Yeah, I was gonna say do you have a a specific example of of an idiot or of something that an idiot has said (laughs) I mean I I don't know I'm trying to refrain from calling certain people and specific people out on this this show right right but if you have uh something specific like a certain instance sure share it with us no nothing in particular comes to mind but just you know the general wtf um component of like you know tiger king of the people like that of the world that are just oh my god yes true and that's that's a very big thing right now so i'm I'm glad that you brought that up oh (laughs) I was just so much hype and everyone was like, oh my God, this is so absurd. You have to watch it. I've seen one episode and I think, I think that's where I'm going to call it, but are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. I haven't, uh, I've seen snippets. Brandon's been watching it and I have been not. So I'm not sure that I'll ever dive, dive into it. No. Yeah. I'm just thinking like everyone's saying, oh, we have so much time on our hands right now. But I mean, even so time is precious and I would rather not devote it to something that's going to make me dumber. (laughs) But that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Valid. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so when I approached you um, to, to come on the show and, and chat with me, it was sort of on the basis of friendship. We are celebrating our 20 year friend anniversary, which is huge because I don't think a lot of people get to that point. <laughs> yeah, I know. Two decades is... Uh... Quite a while. (laughs) Uh, Like you said, actually, in your your toast at our wedding, that is double Brandon's commitment. (laughs) That that it is. <laughs> so he's got some some catching up to do, and at this rate, I don't think he'll he'll ever surpass nope, you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that, that's that's twenty years. So let's let's talk about um how that all started, and and I'd love to hear your take on on our the the blossoming of our friendship and how we met. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. grade three, it was January, um, and I had just moved to Mississauga from Toronto so I was the new student and on that Monday um, you actually were sick that day so Mm. you weren't there but I was sitting right in front of where you were to sit so 
so then Tuesday rolls around and there you are sitting behind me. So we were just, you know, obviously just in each other's space um, and we're kind of forced to talk to each other. But um, I was like, man, this girl's cool. And then just started talking, started hanging out at recesses and that recess turned into every single recess in grade three, four, five and six. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And then we both also went home for lunch every day. So we would, and we were walking in the same direction for most of our walk. So that, you know, going to school, coming back from school, going home for lunch, coming back, that was a lot of time <laughs> during the day. For And we were, always ha- we were always in the same class too. I think all of our teachers purposely put us there because they knew we were just like inseparable. Yes, true. And also, and that's a good segue actually into the the whole, um, you know, my side of the, the story is because, um, you know, prior to your arrival, because I, I got there the year before to that school. And prior to your arrival, I was um, subject to some some pretty heavy bullying um, from some of the kids there, which frankly is like so bizarre to me, because like, what are you in grade like two and three, you're like eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I moved there the, the prior year and it was, it was not great. Like to, to the point that they had, I think before you got there, they had the, the, we hate Samantha club sign up form circulating around the classroom, which <laughs> again, it's like, where did these like eight year old kids get this idea? Yeah. Um, which was so terrible. But again, you talked about us being in the same class, you know, every year after that. And I th- I'm i pretty sure, like, I- I've never actually asked my parents, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a special request that they made. <laughs> I think our teachers just noticed and they knew and like, we were totally inseparable. I remember if they, like, if we were to ever get into an argument, which is super rare, like even the other kids were like, oh my God, like you guys are fighting. What the hell? Like there is no yeah. order in the world anymore. You know? I know. I know. That's true. And well, because yeah, we did spend so much time together. You know what I mean? Like especially we hung out all summer long. Mm-hmm. You always, you know, you were over at my grandma's house. I was always at your place. We watched a lot of Jerry Springer. Yeah. <laughs> and Clueless and like whatever else was trending at the time. Oh yeah. Or and our, our personal favorite, Romy and Michelle's high school oh reunion. God. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there was a a lot happening there. And then, of course, um, you know, that that sort of set the stage for the for the next 20 years, which is interesting because we ended up not going to the same school ever again after that. Um, And and it's funny because I feel like a lot of kids that, you know, around that age, like, you know, sixth grade, like how many people do you still talk to that you were friends with in sixth grade? Yeah, not that many. There are quite a few I'm still friends with from high school. And yeah. actually a handful that I knew in high school, I was just as acquaintances, but we never really hung out. And then like mm-hmm. years later, more recently, we started hanging out. Yeah. And that's now part of my really close friend uh, friend group, which is kind of bizarre, but um, in yeah. a few different instances, actually. But um, yeah, no, no one from that early on, definitely. I not. know. And that's, it's interesting because, you know, we ended up going to different middle schools. We ended up going to different high schools. Um, and and then obviously we went to different universities, um, although still in Toronto, the, the two still of us. Still in Toronto. And even though we were in different schools, our parents still lived really close to each other and still do live really close to each other. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> 
Um, so what do you, what do you think um, was, were some of the contributing factors to to why that's the case? Like why we're still friends? Why you were you know in my wedding party and and we're yeah. still you know what I mean? You know, just I mean comparing that to like other people who I've known over the years who have kind of just dropped off. Like sometimes you just outgrow certain people, but mm. you know I think we just both have very similar qualities in that you know we're open to change we're open to evolving we're really transparent we both tell it like it is and Mm. like we'll acknowledge that in and everything else right um as they say you know like attracts like true you know all those people you were talking about that were bullying who um bullied me quite a bit actually as well in that elementary school um they're all still friends. So they have common interests. So in that same sense, I think just, you know, when you're cool, you're cool. Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? You're obviously going to gravitate towards people that are, that are similar to you. But I think we just, I think you're just honestly right place, right time. And, um, you know, people change, but people also stay the same. I think fundamentally people are who they are and it can either work with you or work against you and I think we've both just sort of grown in the same direction and true mm-hmm. here we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah here we are 20 years later yeah. <laughs> yeah like you know we were just uh we were texting well before all of this pandemic started texting mm-hmm. about our our big celebratory trip to New Orleans oh yeah I don't, I don't know if we're going to get there this year. Probably not this year, but eventually. Yeah, definitely. Will when it happens. For sure. Um, so, so when I approached you about, uh, about coming on to, to the show, it was really on the basis of friendship and, and talking about um, sort of all of the different facets of that. And so I have a few, few sort of discussion questions, topics mm-hmm. um, that I thought we could kind of run through. Um, and I'd love to get your take on some of this. So, so the first one, um, and something that I've reflected on a lot is this concept of how friendship in general has sort of changed over the years with the advancement of technology, but also considering the, the quote unquote suburban sprawl that forces a lot of people that are our age to sort of live outside of the neighborhoods they grew up in. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, I'm looking at it and it's kind of this concept of like, we're more connected than we've ever been, but at the same time, we're leaving the neighborhoods we grew up in. We're not you know in the communities that we were part of when we were kids or or in high school or whatever so I'd love to get your take on on sort of you know how that sort of transformed and and how also you sort of see this as somebody who lives like I live in a rural area whereas you live in downtown Toronto so Mm -hmm. I would imagine that maybe it's sort of different yeah um as far as friendships go in in both those scenarios um the only really small town experience I have is when I go and visit my family back home in Serbia, which is like super small town. Everyone knows everyone. Like you walk mm-hmm. out of the house, your next door neighbor knows your business before it even happens. Right. <laughs> um, that's probably not the case. in like, I'm thinking the type of neighborhood that you live in, cause everyone is so far apart. 
True. Um, yeah. But I think at the same time, just observing you and like your, you know, your social presence and how close you are with your family and everything, like you're still very much like you will make that trip. You'll go wherever it takes. People will come to you. They'll come to all your parties. And you're mm-hmm. still very much as much as you are isolated, um, still very connected with everyone. Like that distance doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm, um, true. For me, like I could not wait to get the hell out of the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> I love the city. I love being here. Um, I still very much stay connected with all my friends from before. They'll come here and see me, and like there'll be time. They'll, you know, because they just want to come into the city and party yeah. or whatever. You know, just get a different, um, different view of the world. But at the same time, I sometimes have days where I just want to get out of the city. So then I'll come and visit people like you who are like mm-hmm. totally out in the boonies or right. you know whatever. Um, and then I have a bunch of friends who are in the city who, you know, after work any day, Hey, I'm at this bar, come meet me for a drink or, you know, come to my house and we'll, you know, do a movie night or we'll like make dinner together or whatever. And there's so many of us here. So as much as we're in this giant city, like it still feels, and they're all from different areas too. I mean, a lot of my friends are from like East coast, West coast, you know, from all the different suburbs. So we all kind of have that in common and mm-hmm. like we're all here and we're all together. Um, obviously right now we're all video chatting, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if, if where you're actually located makes that much of a difference. I just think it comes down to the people and how mm-hmm. willing they are to go out of their way and come see you. If someone wants to spend time, they'll, they'll find a way, right? Yeah, for sure. And that's, it's funny because Brandon and I have talked a lot about that recently. Um, and, and even on a podcast episode that's going to be coming out shortly, uh, we talked about that and <laughs> it was actually really hard for us to not like throw certain people like right under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, you always have this idea of it's like, you know, you put in the effort and, and there's always going to be those people that aren't living up to those same expectations. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, and I think that's kind of where where sort of the paths start to diverge in in the in the sense of you know people are are growing up and and having their own families and doing their own thing and other commitments and it becomes tough and and I think very quickly you you see if and how how do I wear this how big of and if at all you are a priority in someone's life right. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with people popping out babies right now and, you know, moving away, that's usually an excuse. But, Mm -hmm. um, one of my girlfriends who now has two babies, she had them very close together. They're like 14 months apart. Mm -hmm. Um, ever since that all started, I'm actually spending more time with her than ever and more in contact. And that's somehow brought us closer. Huh, that's so interesting. Because in our experience that we've had, that's been like the total opposite. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of that happening too. So not I mean, I also like, you know, I like to go and visit the babies. Mm-hmm. Um, not too often, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when I do, but then she'll have days where she's like, you know what, I just need a break from them. Please let me come visit you in the city. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, I love, I love that you still want to go out and you're still, you know, it's, it's like nothing's changed. I'm sure True. that's totally an exception to the rule, but <laughs> you know, so far that's been my experience. Another one of my friends with the baby just recently moved out into the boonies. I don't even know. I think close to you somewhere actually. Oh yeah. Um, God knows when I'll see her. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 
True. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it depends on the person. It depends on, on even your relationship with them and, and probably too, you know, like the, the people in their life in terms of like, you know, if somebody gets married to somebody whose priorities are different or priorities aren't, you know, hanging out with their friends, you know, I think that that also changes things a lot too. Yeah, totally. That's interesting. Um, so I would it be uh, how do I word this? Would it be fair to say that um, you have more impromptu gatherings with people because of like your proximity in the city to you know people who like you said, oh, I'm out at this bar, come come grab a drink with me or whatever the case may be. For the people in the city, yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes mm. we'll make a set plan like, okay, we're going to do a dinner specifically for this occasion or whatever, and we're going to get like six of us together or something. Right. Um, those ones are usually planned and we'll like send out email invites and everything. But mm. for the most part, yeah, it's totally on the fly. Like I'm here or like, what are you guys doing on Friday or whatever? Um, the out of town ones, not so much. Obviously, right. people need to plan stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. One of my girlfriends owns a farm and trains horses and has, like, barn work to do all the time, right? Oh. So, like, <laughs> okay. if she wants to come visit me in the city, she has to wake up two hours earlier so she can go and, like, feed horses and do all her farm stuff so she can leave at, like, 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. to come and meet me for 6 p.m., right? Right. She will make that effort every single time. So when someone else says, oh, sorry, I didn't text you in three days. I was busy. Like, I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. You, you were busy. You just, you didn't, like, I'm not a priority. And whatever, yeah. that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I do get people that get busy. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it really just comes down to if you want to see someone, you're going to make the effort to see them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny too, like, just this this idea of, because I think on the other other side of that too is you're gonna you're gonna find that your expectations of people are going to shift um because it's almost like it, it, it's just not worth wasting your time like hoping that somebody is gonna get back to you or hoping that they're gonna follow through on a plan you know when they're constantly the person that's bailing you know what I mm-hmm. mean and so I feel like we tend to change our expectations and, and sort of just move on with our life and move yeah. towards like you said people who put in that effort and and who you who you know or are gonna wake up at the crack of dawn to feed their horses so that they can get off early to come have dinner with you you know what I mean yeah no totally and you just got to keep it fluid in that sense. So mm-hmm. if they don't want to hang out and it keeps happening, okay, whatever. And we're just going to stop hanging out and let nature take its course. Like there's yeah. no one's fault. It just kind of, you know, sometimes it runs its course and that's the end of the line and that's it. You make new friends and yeah. then you yeah, move forward for sure. and you hold on to the ones who do make time for you. Definitely. Um, and that's, with, sorry, go ahead. Um, with you, I know you are, you're always one of those people who like, if we make a plan, I know it's going to happen. Like it's totally yeah. <laughs> solid unless there's a hurricane or, you know, like or a pandemic, pandemic. although we're hanging out now, technically I consider this hanging out. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, valid. Like I know you're good for it. Right. And there are very, mm-hmm. very few people, even of a lot of my close friends that I can say that. True. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like for, for us, you know, we moved way out, you know, sort of off the beaten path. We're not super close. You know, most, most of our friends and family were driving, you know, at least 45 minutes to, you know, even more an hour and a half sometimes to go downtown Toronto. Um, and, and so that we knew that going into it. Right. And so that's not to say that things are, are going to change as, as things progress and, you know, we, you know, 
pop out some offspring in in the distant future (laughs) right um but with that being said like we we took that ownership to be like you know what we'll make the plan and so that's why you know especially when I was still working at state and I was working in Hamilton, like I'd make plans after work because I'm sort of already almost in Mississauga, which means that I'm almost in Toronto. So it's like, you know, I make plans that way to be like, okay, I'll come have drinks or dinner with you after work because I'm out this way already. Right. So it's like, you're just working things into your life in a way that's going to kind of be beneficial for everybody. Yeah, um, absolutely. And the, I encounter that all the time. Like people who live out of town are like, Hey, I'm going to be in the city this time, this day. Do you, are you, do you happen to be available? And like, I'll make that time, you know, like I'll move stuff around. If someone's yeah. already there, may as well, right? For sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with with this idea of popping in um, to like a local restaurant or a local bar because, you know, some some friend is in the neighborhood and, and they're there and, and that's something that happens in Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and being in the city. Uh, let's talk about how and if that's changed it all for you because you're doing a sober 2020. Yes. So, okay. So first tell me about sort of uh, as, as much as you're comfortable doing so sort of what led you to that um, and then follow that up with how, if at all, that's changed your social life. Okay. Yeah, sure. So it was just kind of a number of small insignificant things that, I, I thought of, you know, what's potentially a New Year's resolution I can have. And then I've known people who have done this for a year and I've seen um, people sharing stories of, of not drinking for an extended period of time. And it was mostly just like sparking my curiosity. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to, to see and observe the results long term, especially like on my body and like when, when you're physically active anyway, how is that going to impact how are you just going to feel day to day? Um, to be quite honest, I need a little bit of a liver cleanse because my tolerance mm. was pretty high. <laughs> um, and it was also, it's also just like a bit of a challenge, although it hasn't been challenging at all. Like it's been totally fine. It has not impacted anything at all. I'll still go and meet someone for a drink. I'll just order like a club soda with lemon or, you know, or like a mocktail, right. which by the way is, um, pretty much the same price as a drink so <laughs> which is kind of bullshit isn't yeah, it absolutely it's like 12 dollars for just a bunch of juices like what is this <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong there are some very beautiful cocktails um and cocktail bars in toronto that make some stunning drinks but they do, and they cost the same <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, I appreciate the artistry that goes into mixology, but come on. (laughs) I know. I I, I gave it a try and now I'm just sticking to my, um, well, not at the moment, but you know, club soda, iced tea, whatever. I'm there for the social aspect. I'm there to hang out with people. There's no reason why that should impact anything. I can have a good time regardless. So yeah, agreed. um, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, no, it's been fine. And have you had any um like any weird responses from people? Um most people when I tell them they're like why? Like why would you do that? <laughs> why and would like, you voluntarily give up yeah, booze? They're just so impressed like oh my god, you haven't had a drink since New Year's. Wow. I'm like really like that's impressive these days <laughs> it doesn't take much <laughs> yeah, um that's mostly what I've been getting there's one that was really funny I was just telling one of my coworkers, I'm like oh I'm not drinking for a year and she's like oh my god are you pregnant and I was <laughs> like oh my god no but I guess I can see why you would think that <laughs> 
Yeah, no Although, kidding. And if it, you know me at all, you would know that that is absolutely not out of the question right now. <laughs> That's so funny because I've, I've had reactions. Like if I go to a function and I'm not drinking, people are like, oh my God, why aren't you drinking? And I'm like, okay, listen, Linda, I'm not drinking because I'm not drinking. Okay. Yeah. It's, like I don't feel like it. You know, most of the time when I go to these things, I'd, I'd be drinking along with everyone else. Everyone's feeling it. And like, I feel nothing. I'm like, I'm not drunk. <laughs> Why, you know, what am I going to have one drink for? Just may as well yeah. not even have one. Yeah, for sure. I totally Although after that. that first one, I'm going to feel that buzz real fast. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's Eve 2021. Yeah, no kidding, eh? That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So far, um, I will say that it's actually my, my palate and my sense of smell have gotten a little bit more heightened. Really? That's so I mean, they're they're very I have a very strong sense of smell as it is, but now yeah. like I remember a couple of weeks ago I was just I took a sip of almond milk, which I drank all the time, and I was like, wow, I can just really taste these almonds. It was like <laughs> it was like HD, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's it's not like that all the time, but it was just crazy. I'm like, huh. And then one of my girlfriends who had done this for about a year, year and a half, because she was training for she was doing one of those bodybuilding competitions, you know. Okay. So she did it for for that. But she said that she said that she uh, had noticed the same thing. Huh. That's so interesting. Yeah. No. To all of those, I mean. I, I just have very strong willpower as it is and people yeah. keep thinking I'm going to crack. I know there were some guys at work who had a bet going, but I'm like, oh, no. not a chance, not a chance. <laughs> if none of them get it right, do you win the pot? I don't know what the details are, but I'm like, none of you are going to win. So don't waste your time. <laughs> well, not, not now that you know, because that's even more incentive. Exactly. Exactly. That's Although I'm not, I'm not doing that for anyone but myself. It's just uh, say I did. Why not? Yeah, for sure. That's so interesting. And it just happens to be the craziest year of all. Right? Like the so, year that you really should be totally yeah. in the paint. Yeah. So I if know. I can get that, if I can get through sober 2020 in all of its chaos, like I can do anything. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's so true. Because <laughs> you know what happened to us? Oh my God. This was like the like literally the worst thing that could have ever happened. So it was like two, two, three weeks ago, like when all of this really started up and we were sitting at home and um, all of us, it's like 1130 in the morning on a Friday and the internet and the power just cut out. And I'm like, okay that's sort of weird and we live in the country so that happens sometimes yeah. sometimes it'll like pop back on you know in a few moments nope it was out from 11 30 in the morning until 8 30 at night wow no power no internet social distancing and i'm oh like god. oh my god so all i did was start drinking because i'm like what about what else am i gonna do <laughs> i would write a book and like yeah. a sweater because like you still need heating right now I know it uh it was also in the midst of like when all of the breaking news was happening so my brain was like not capable of sitting down and like focusing on anything at all <laughs> yeah you know I would have just taken that as a sign from the universe to just you don't need to read anything or or like listen to the news just take a moment and relax yeah yeah no kidding I did that with a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> absolutely you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> I had something um, similar happen a while ago. Um, there was like a huge rainstorm. It wasn't even a rainstorm, but the city just can't handle rain. Um, 
and there was so, a little bit of flooding and it kind okay. of seeped into where the concierge is and where like all the, where the and it somehow disrupted the fire alarm and the oh, fire okay. alarm went off in the building mm-hmm. for like three straight hours it would oh, not go God. off it was brutal it was so loud thank god it was the summertime so um my roommate and one of her girlfriends were were coming from out of town and like oh poor thing as they had to take the stairs from the garage it was like 38 floors oh no um one of them had to carry a suitcase too so they were just exhausted i'm like uh sorry guys the fire alarm's been going off for like an hour i don't know what to do so we just went and sat on the balcony and like rolled up a joint and and then we came back out like it was done (laughs) just take a moment like we had to go outside because it was unbearably loud it was like blaring um but yeah you know just crack open a bottle of wine, roll up a J, whatever, whatever you got to do. And yeah, so true. So ride true. it out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, what other option do you have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's move on to to the next one. So I had uh, sent you over a link um, to this Wit and Delight article. So Wit and Delight is a blog that I love reading. They always have some really great pieces. Um, And it was this article on friendships that span generations. And I found that this was um, sort of interesting, like an interesting topic in terms of how, how having somebody who is older than you or or even younger than you as a friend, how it can sort of widen the, your lens uh, and your outlook on life. And then also the concept of, of something that they mentioned in the article of leading to having a bigger heart. Uh, and I thought all of that was sort of interesting. So I wanted to know if you had friends that were, you know, older than you or younger than you or in a different generation than you and, and how, how you think it can sort of benefit both parties or, or what you've taken from that. Yeah. Um, so I'm an only child and I grew up with adults. Like I'm just an old soul by nature, but mm-hmm. I've always just felt more comfortable and around adults and just connected with them really really well so I actually do have quite a few um friends who are quite a bit older than me and I've been attracted to them more and more so even um more recently a lot also at work like all my co-workers are at least 10 to 15 years older than me at mm. work and like I've gotten really really close with a few of them and honestly to me like I don't feel a difference at all there's just so so much to talk about and they do notice life from a little bit of a different perspective and you know they grew up in a different era Mm -hmm. um and I think that's super important like it just it makes you think about things a little bit differently and you know sometimes the older they get you have to you have to phrase things differently sometimes like they might not understand every reference or you know sometimes you don't want to sound like an idiot or you don't want to sound immature. So you're going to stop and think about what you're going to say before you say it, at least me. Um, So it's, yeah, it's totally interesting. And hearing their perspectives on things just is, is eye opening. And I think it's super important. Like if, if you do connect with people that way, I don't think age has anything to do with it. Mm Mm-hmm. True, true. Yeah. I think too, in in going off of that, and just in terms of perspective in general, um, I find it really interesting when people have like the same friends that they've had forever. And like, those are their only friends. Mm -hmm. Like this idea that 
you hang out with this same group of friends since you were like, you know, in high school or whatever the case may be. And that's sort of all you hang out with and sort of how that can cloud your perspective to, to really what's going on in the world outside of that, that group of friends or that sort of click. Yeah. Um, I think that really ultimately, like if those are your only friends, if you've not expanded your horizons and then neither have any of them. And since you've been in high school, like in your head, you're still in high school. Like none of yeah. you have really grown. Like you've, if you're, if that's all you've ever seen, it's like you're in this box and you don't even know what's in the outside world. Like I still do hang out with a lot of friends that um, that I knew in high school, but um, you know that's only a, a small portion. I, I have so many new people that I've met over the years, and right. um, I think that also there's an interesting point in there of like when you're when you're younger and that's pretty much all that's around you hang out with them because that's what's there but if you were to meet those people now would you actually become friends with them yeah you know it's I think in that sense they sort of it's like they're family like you're kind of stuck with them true like you hang out with them because they're there right um and some people just you know we're still friends now because we've been friends forever but sometimes I don't think people will always think about the reasons why um and you know for those reasons some people sometimes drift or mm-hmm. or they're still friends but they really don't they're it's, it's forcing it almost at that point right true you, you yeah. might not you might not have the same things in common anymore mm-hmm. and I can definitely say that about certain people that I know but you know I just I, I'll see them every now and again and it's nice to catch up once in a while but true. I just don't feel the need to always be hanging out with them or talking to them and yeah, vice versa yeah, for sure and uh I, yeah it's just it's so interesting this concept of friendship too because I think that it's just like it's so different all the time like depending on who you're talking to or talking about like you know having a lifelong friend from when you were a child to having a friend in high school that you know like you said you've kind of reconnected with people and so I think that it's interesting that it's sort of fluid and ever-changing and and you know there's the what is that saying that there's a friends are for a season a reason or a lifetime or something like that Mm, Um, interesting I haven't heard that one yeah, it's interesting sort sort of how it, it can ebb and flow and, and sort of change trajectories and, and like you said, people coming back into your life that were once there that, you know, you sort of lost touch with and and so I think that's that's sort of interesting. Yeah, I think energies either align or they don't. Like if mm-hmm. I if I am at a party or something and I just start talking to some random person there and I'm into them and I think they're really interesting, um, I'm going to get their number and I'm going to, you know, invite them out for drinks because they're cool. And like, I've met a lot of people like that now. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just so interesting how it depends how open you are to it all, obviously as well. True. Like, like I have friends that I've known forever who are like, no, it's just us. Like, who are these other people? Oh, I you know? know, I know. And I've walked I, into some, not, not if, with your friends, but I've walked into other people's friend groups like that. And I'm like, you can feel that there's like this weirdness. Cause they're like, oh my God, who is this person? Like, why are getting they getting territorial? <laughs> like, yeah. no, those are my friends. I know. Right. And that's so weird to me because for us, like we're totally on the opposite end of that. Like you yeah. come to one of our parties and you're meeting like my third cousin and you're meeting my, my university friend and you're meeting some guy I work with. Like you're good. If you come to one of our parties, you're literally meeting every single person I know. Cause everybody comes. <laughs> yeah, they really do. It's actually very impressive. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I throw good parties or if they just like like me as a person. I'm not sure. Maybe a combo. 
both, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so interesting to me that it's like people, like, I don't understand this idea of somebody will be like, oh, I'm hanging out with my other friend group. I'm like, other friend group? Like, I don't have other friend groups. I have just my friends. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely have different groups and different individuals. Like, I like to hang out with people one-on-one and like, mm-hmm. it's nice to have groups as well, but, but it's nice to, um, to just get that one-on-one FaceTime, right? It's, it's going to be a different experience than when you're all together. True. Um, and on the note of mixing friend groups, um, <laughs> it's funny because I've done this with you and I've now done this with another set of friends is I've introduced two really, really close friends who I would, you know, have to make time for separately that right. like now, like you and Steph are friends yeah. and I hang out with you guys together a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. I mean... True logistically it's a great way to kill two birds with one stone when yeah. we're all so far apart right yeah for sure but and it's now, funny now happened with another set of guys and I'm like this is great I should keep this going I know you're like the friend matchmaker yeah. that's so funny and it's funny too like I was just talking to stuff on the phone yesterday so it's like you know yeah, that's something there you go standing too right so yeah it's no and it makes me so happy to see that I'm like oh my god I brought people together who are now hanging out like separately from me like that's just it warms my heart yeah, for um, sure. but uh I know people who actually would get offended at stuff like that and they're like oh you guys are hanging out without me like how dare you oh vomit Ugh. yeah so yeah I don't get it like yeah we went to uh we went to a party a little while back last fall and it was sort of that same sort of vibe that there was like, you know, people at the party started, well, firstly they were drinking, which was not a good thing because they started to get like really awkward. And like, you could see them like sort of talking shit in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's happening. And then it blew up and it was like a big thing because people started to get like confrontational for no reason. And, uh, and it's just, yeah, it was this territorial sort of concept of like, Oh, this is our friend group. Like who are these random people? And it's like, for me, it's never been like that. At least I would hope that nobody that has ever hung out with anybody that I, you know, brought together has thought, Oh, you know, these people are terrible. Like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've definitely had certain friends clash, um, yeah. a little fire and gasoline, but <laughs> I just happen to like very opinionated people. What should I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, if I'm any indication, then that's yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's interesting too because I, I was chatting with you about this uh, when we were started getting ready to to do this this chat, um, and I was talking about how. I've seen like, and I am really only comparing this to Brandon because, well, firstly, he's the only person that I'm seeing right now, (laughs) but also um, because I, I, you know, I live in his bubble. uh, So I I have firsthand sort of witness to this um, is this idea of, of what I was thinking is potentially a gender difference in friendships um, and, and how for me, you know, like I have some, some people from different parts of my life that I'm still friends with, but for the most part, I have, um, not a lot of people that, you know, I went to high school with that I'm still in contact with, um, for like a, a myriad of reasons, really like moving and, and, and different fallouts and just losing mm-hmm. touch and whatever. Um, but it was funny because Brandon's friends, like his whole entire wedding party was all guys we went to school with in right. high school. Right. And so I thought it was like, you know, kind of interesting that he would have those friends from high school 
um, still to this day that are very much a part of our lives. Whereas, you know, like you look at, at my wedding party and it was you and it was Nicole who I've been friends with through baseball since I was like eight. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was my sister, obviously, and, and my cousin, who is really more like my sister, and then my yeah. sister. So it was kind of interesting that, you know, for me, it was sort of all different walks of life and different areas mm -hmm. of my life. And then for him, it was sort of all people that were were from a very specific stage in his life. Yeah, maybe that, I don't know if that's um, like a biological thing where, you know, guys just have their, their pack mm. that is like... I don't know, I guess it's the same thing with, like, fraternities and stuff, but yeah. sororities exist too, but I feel like that type of, that pack mentality is just stronger among guys. I don't know if I would say that among my particular group of friends, but I'm sure there's something to that. <laughs> yeah, and with that being said, too, like, a, a few of the guys um, are also, not only went to high school with us, but are also on Brandon's baseball team, so there's this mm -hmm. constant now they've spanned through different stages of his life yeah there's definitely a special type of connection that you share with people who you are on the sports team with true I was never I was never much of a team sport person I, I like my individual my tennis you know um but no totally especially if it, if it spanned across years and like it was in a very um very important time where you know, where we form as people and we develop identities and what have you, mm. you know, they say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So true. That's why I like to choose those five people wisely. And, you know, they're <laughs> always evolving. It's not always the same five people. True. Yeah, definitely. And, and two, I think really that reflects on this concept of people growing um, in their own lives and, and, you know, how that sort of changes and either you sort of evolve and grow together or you evolve and grow apart. Right. Right. So it's, it's, I just found it very interesting that, that for him, that wasn't the case. And, and I don't know if that's maybe, like I said, because those, those friends sort of transferred from one part of his life to another part of his life that is still active. Like who knows, you know, if they didn't play on the same ball team, maybe they wouldn't still be talking or they wouldn't still be in touch um just because like we said you know the the paths sort of diverge mm -hmm. um but yeah you're right though the the concept of having a bond with with a teammate um that that's something I can definitely attest to well like I said Nicole and I grew mm -hmm. up playing playing ball together too and like there's there's just this element of trust when you are are on a, uh, a team with a team with somebody like that yeah. I think um, and you know they see you at like literally your worst like you're mm -hmm. you know from from losing championships to like accepting you know big medals and big wins like it's just such a range that yeah. they that they would see you so yeah that's interesting um, on the topic of of how things evolve and like even the definition of a friend, right? So social media, let's say, mm. right? Facebook friend or whatever, someone who follows you on Instagram, you know, there's that that group of people who like you barely know them, but it's just enough of an acquaintance that like you're following each other or whatever. Right. Um, I actually had a handful of those like from high school or whatever who, you know, years later, we would just kind of start to comment on each other's posts and like, mm man, this person's really funny or whatever. Right. And then we'd start chatting and we like would actually start hanging out. And that's how I would reconnect. That's how I've reconnected with quite a few people. And it kind of brings you, it just like opens your eyes to someone who you, you know, you knew of them, but you didn't really 
spend that much time. And that was sort of the the avenue for for reconnecting me with quite a few people now. So I just think that's a really interesting way to connect and reconnect. True. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and you know what I'm finding too, for me, um, you know, having left my job and, and starting my own business uh, and working for myself is I spend a lot of time like, by myself. Um, yeah. And, and through social media, I've been able to sort of like develop some, some friendships and some relationships with people who are sort of in the same boat as me in terms of, you know, they're, they're also creative entrepreneurs and they also run their own businesses and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, there's this, this aspect of being able to connect with not only people who are already in your life, but people who, you know, you maybe would never ever have stumbled across if you had not you know, clicked on a hashtag that struck your interest. And then you found, yeah. you know, an account that way. And now, you know, all of a sudden I'm friends with somebody that, um, you know, like even, even to like some of my clients, like have found me through social media. Well, I'm working with people in Miami. I'm working with people in, in Virginia. I'm working mm-hmm. with people in Maine, in Scotland, like all over the world that never would have found me had it not been for social media. So it's so interesting. I think it's interesting the power that it has to bring people together, but also to, to potentially drive a wedge between people too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That same concept applies to like online dating and dating Mm. apps. Right. Um, There were a few who I've stumbled across who didn't work out romantically, but like, we're still really good friends and like some of them are across the world, you know, it's just such an interesting thing that I I think, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, we all stumble upon whatever, nothing's by accident. I think we're drawn to certain things for a reason and people who share those, those interests are going to be drawn to those same things. Right. So. Yeah, true. Um, I had another one for you and I I missed it earlier, but I want to circle back to it. Um, because this is something that I do not have experience with. So I always like to hear people's stories about roommates. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you moved downtown when you were in university, right? Yes. And then you came back and went back and came, whatever. But so why don't you tell me a little bit about like the different roommates that you, or how many different roommates have you mm-hmm. had? Or like, just tell me a little bit about that. Because like I said, I've never had a roommate other than Brandon. Yeah. Um, or, or other than my family that I grew up with. So it's a concept that is so lost on me. <laughs> yeah. So university for two of the years, I had one roommate. It was just the two of us. And then the other two years I lived by myself, but mm. um, she was a family friend, actually, like her mom and my mom worked together okay. and really, really, really cool girl. We got along so well. And like, I had just met her before we moved in together. So that was kind of like, a gamble but we totally hit it off like she's one of the most incredible people I've met in my life we kind of lost touch over the years but like she's super super cool Mm -hmm. and our first so we lived together first year and our last year the two years in the middle I was on my own okay um so the first year we spent a lot more time together because you know first year university we talked a lot we spent we were like sisters we were like totally sorry were you going to the same school no so I was at Ocat she was at Ryerson but they were both like a few blocks away from each other right right So um, it's actually funny because her sister's name is actually Tamara as well. Okay. Coincidentally. Um, and there were a few times where she accidentally called me like by her sister's nickname. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so it was actually a really pleasant experience. Um, 
So that was your time. first roommate ever. That was my first roommate. And like, she was a musician too. So sometimes she would just like play the guitar or the piano for me. And she was really talented. So it was Aww. actually really, really cool. Yeah. Like I won the roommate lottery in that time. <laughs> um, our second, or our, which was our fourth year, like our second round living together. Um, she had this boyfriend and she was just always at his place. So like we barely ever saw each other. So oh, okay. it was fine. Like I just had my own space. Right. Um, my current roommate who I've been living with for now three years um, we were friends in university too, actually. And I mm-hmm. lived with her for about a month in university only. It was like a weird time between when my, when my place was available or whatever. So it was just right. one month. Um, but yeah, no, we, we got along really well. I'm very close with her family. I'm like the fourth sister, as they say, <laughs> is really sweet as well. Um, yeah, we were, we used to actually work together as well a few years ago. So we mm-hmm. were spending all the time together, but I think it's just kind of like we bring out the best in each other. So it was just a really good, um, good relationship, good experience. You know, we would like, if one of us was making breakfast, we'd make it for both of us or coffee. And then we would just share in that together. But like, we're both Serbian. So it's just kind of a cultural thing, you know, right. it's, just, it's more like family. True. Um, over the years and like as we've gotten different jobs and stuff like right now I barely ever see her like or we just have totally different schedules so right. it's pretty much like I'm living on my own right now but I've never had any crazy roommate horror stories or anything oh, like good. I've heard from people so I'm super super grateful like I got lucky both times I mean the second time I had more of a choice in the matter right. obviously True. but um yeah so I'm actually moving out soon to be on my own because time for that <laughs> that's um, exciting but, though but yeah I know but overall very positive experiences that's good because I have heard a lot of horror stories about like just like weird stuff like, like I know leave, I have to like leaving dishes for like months like oh my god yeah not good stuff <laughs> no I'm too OCD if there's dishes I don't care who they are I'm gonna clean them like, yeah true true and I think that was like you know people develop more of a resentment and they'd rather like like be miserable about it than just do just take care of it <laughs> no like it's just mentality again for with both my roommates it was always the same like if someone's gonna clean the house they're gonna clean the whole house or whatever I'm not gonna like clean off a portion or just like the dishes that I touched like that's just not something that right there's no logic there for me like if we're gonna clean we're gonna clean or like one of us will vacuum the other one will mop or whatever you know true yeah 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 Which that is- was just like unspoken no one had to there was no calendar or anything we would just do that right and I think but I think like not everybody's like that right no yeah and that's where I think the problem is and and most people that I've talked to that have had roommates are are people that had roommates like in university where it's like you know you're kind of thrown together sort of randomly Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have a choice and then you realize like oh this person is literally the bane of my existence (laughs) like I visited friends in university and I've experienced that just you know spending like a night with them and I'm like oh my god these people are the antichrist like yeah. <laughs> i'd be dropping acid in their drinks just to fuck with them the next day you know yeah. oh yeah i know no, i would not actually ever do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah disclaimer this this is not this is just a joke it's dramatic just... dramatic flair <laughs> <laughs> i saw that on a show the other day so i thought that was funny oh but, that's funny um, um so yeah, I think we've covered all all my friendship topics. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Um well, after 20 years, I have to say I am very very happy to still have you and you know, 
as time goes on, I know I'm personally a lot more careful in selecting who I spend my time with, whether that's, you know, cutting people from the past or choosing who I become friends with now, but I'm totally like, you're still up there at the top. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just going to start having people on here so they can tell me how great I am. (laughs) Yeah. If anything else, why not? Uh, okay. Well, I think I've taken up enough of your Friday evening. So with that, okay. I have no other plans. <laughs> That's, people are like, oh, I don't have an excuse of not to do something anymore. <laughs> yeah, get all your podcast guests in right now while we're all in lockdown. I know. <laughs> done deal. So true. Um, but all joking aside, uh, my, my roommate is making me dinner. So I do have to skedaddle all right Uh, um so thank you so much for joining me this has been so fun and uh i will see you on the other side of this whole debacle (laughs) anytime my dear you have a lovely evening and tell brandon i say hello and pet the dogs for me i will (laughs) (laughs) and there you have it the episode with my first, I guess we'll call it an official guest. I had a blast chatting with Tamara about all things friendship and just catching up with her because during this really crazy time, we've been, uh, you know, social distancing and not been able to hang out. And it's nice to catch up and chat and and be social even when we're, uh, when we're far apart. So Uh, With that, thank you very much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're feeling so inclined, please do leave a review. It means so much to me. Um, Love hearing your thoughts and love seeing that you're tuning in. So if you feel like you've got some feedback, love to hear it. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.